1: I'm filling in for Chris, who's away on his, well, not-so-dirty weekend, but with me, I've got, for my very own sort of dirty Friday, I've got Scott.
0: Hello. I'm doing very well. How are you? Yeah,
1: the voice is less husky, so maybe
0: it's not as
1: dirty as Chris's weekend.
0: No, I'm not sounding like Howard's mum from Big Bang Theory this week, uh, like I did last week.
1: <laughs> and we us, we've also got Ali, Ali Hayden.
2: I'm very well, gents. Thanks for having me.
1: No, thank you very much for, for coming. So, um, a lot of football this week so far. So, we'll start with uh, Monday night, uh, Chelsea Man United. Uh, I think, I'm not sure we ever released last week's Extra Time Podcast, but I'm sure I, record, I on that recording I've got some where Scott. I said that Man United would, would do Chelsea, Yeah.
0: You so, did? I, I can I, see the smugness on your face already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a game that, if you're a Chelsea fan, was sort of you're gonna blame VAR. Uh, I watched some, a lot of this game. Anyone else see it?
0: I was I was poorly in bed. Uh, my friend was not very best pleased with the result. He's a Chelsea fan. I got some messages at, from him at work, and I think he wasn't best pleased with VAR or the performance from the Chelsea defence.
1: Yeah, so there were there were three VAR sort of VAR incidents that they could. Well, you can't complain about the offside. The offside's offside, offside, right, but uh, there's the Harry Maguire sort of uh, kick to Batshuayi's sort of delicate area.
2: I um, personally thought he was just defending himself from yeah. Batshuayi falling <laughs> over.
1: That's what I thought as well, Ali. So, but we're one for one on agreement there. But, I
2: that, can't believe I'm defending a Man United player, but that, that, there was that, no kick out, if you know what I mean. He just... That,
1: but that wasn't a red card. And then... Uh, Zuma had a goal disallowed um, for uh, a push by Asper Aweita on Brandon Williams, who himself was
2: arguably pushed by Fred. What did you What did you think about that one, Alan? I did miss this, and I've been trying okay. to find a video clip all of that because, but I, I was trying to read it, going by people's opinions on Twitter, and there was just too many. It seemed like there was twenty five fills in one goal. So for me I would have just ruled it off for easiness anyway and just carry on. <laughs> it just, just seems like a carry on that goal.
1: So um, so me and uh, me and my best friend actually got into a little bit of a debate about this one because uh, he thought it was a he thought that uh either it shouldn't have been a foul for on quarter because he was pushed so then he pushed but if it was a foul on quarter it was a foul on him so it should have been a penalty. So either you give a goal or give a penalty. I think that the foul from Fred, there are pushes and there are pushes, and F- Fred just sort of leaned into him, and Aspalecqueta was full on elbows bent, pushed in the back of Brandon Williams, who ends up on ends up on his ass. Uh, it's tough to come, tough to argue with, like, in my opinion. I,
2: I, I think. think... Again, I'll go back to my original issue with VAR uh, at all. I just want to see the referee going over and making a decision, rather than mm. just getting told what to do. Scott, um, you agree?
0: Yeah, um, I completely agree. Oh, um, um, As many leagues in Europe use the, uh, the screen, and no one in the Premier League uses it, just go over and have a look for yourself, instead of relying on so the guys you... in Stockley Park.
1: So why do you... Why do you think? Because I don't really understand the point. I don't understand this argument. I just think that you are you're making you're making a decision. you someone's making a decision, um, and I know that the Premier League support when they implemented It was the idea that if that this was to try and speed up because the the big big complaints that they had in sort of Germany and Italy was the time it was taking in decision making, right? Especially when it was. Mm. And yeah, they, they, the Solution yeah. to that was this.
0: Yeah, they had those teaming problems when they first got it. Uh, But I think ever since, I would probably say the last 18 months in in the league that I watch in Serie A, it's it's got better. I think in the big decisions, in the big games, they go to it. I don't think it causes that much of a time problem in, in it, but I just think they're probably just scared to go over there and they just want the games to move on as quick as they can in the Premier League. Well, I don't
1: think it's about... Again, I think it's a full-on Premier League thing, right? I think the Premier League directive is that sort of that's the way they want VAR to work, and they want to try and be as quick as possible, and that's why people were making such a big deal when referees in the FA Cup were going over to the monitors because it was the FA Cup they mm-hmm. could go over because it wasn't it wasn't the Premier
2: League calling the shots. Yeah, I mean, I think the the Premier League's just fallen scared of the whole media and fan backlash because. Nobody in the UK really wanted VAR because of the fear of the time, as you say. Um, yes, I, f-
1: I think that's slightly revisionist history. I remember a lot of people after, because uh, I'll hold my hands up and say that sort of like I've always been against VAR, and VAR maybe in the actual final, I was very sceptical when it was introduced in the World Cup, but actually think that in the World Cup it worked quite well, and was kind of like mm, okay maybe. And then the Premier League said, no, we're not going to, just because it's worked in the World Cup, we're not going to have it this year. We're going to wait. And I remember hearing lots of your sort of, your Adrian Durham's year. You know, <laughs> these people these <laughs> go, the Premier League's going to look like a laughing Starkle, because at that point Spain had it, Italy had it, Germany had it, France had it, and everyone was sort of like, I think the tide has slightly turned, and it didn't take very long for it to turn back immediately, but it was when we introduced it, and then people were starting to be revisionist and be like, we never wanted this, we never wanted this, it's ruining
2: it. I I always want it, I look at it from the referee side, as I, any job we do, even in our own life, if we had a, a tool that could help us do our job better, and we could use it, why wouldn't we? It shouldn't, but I, the way it's coming across, now I don't believe it is this way for the referees, especially having to listen to a couple of them now talk about it, um, I just feel like some referees don't want to change decisions because they don't want to go against their friends, um, and it, and it seems like th- there's nothing wrong with a referee getting a decision wrong. Like we've seen it ourselves, how many replays it takes to watch certain decisions just for even like us three to agree to to a decision. But the biggest moment, like I don't know if you watched the Europa Europa League last night um, and yeah. the Old Forum games, and both the referee went across to check big decisions in both games. Was, was only there seconds, had two quick look at angles, and made the decision himself. For me, that adds a lot more credibility to VAR rather than the referee standing with his handy ear, to let the crowd know that somebody's watching it and then pointing to whatever decision it's. Yeah, I, I see your point. Um, so what what shouldn't we well, shouldn't take away
1: from the game though is there were uh, two uh, fantastic headers from first from Martial. The Martial one was the better one, I think, but also from Maguire. So. Uh, Two strong-headed goals. This is kind of what Man United do, right? They can play against teams that want to play against them.
2: Well, th- this is a typical Man United performance that you always talk about when we when you're when you're predicting Man United games. They they always pull it out when you're not expecting them. Um, and as bad a run of form as United have been on, and and even this season you can say, but when they need a win, they tend they tend to pull it out and do the job. Um, and look United are still a big team they might be an absolute shambles but they, they do know how to to counter teams very well we've seen it against City just a couple of months ago um, and Chelsea are very young and naive well Chelsea players you know a lot of them um, and it, it wasn't as you said um, you predicted this last week um, and, and I'm, it's just not a shock for me I don't think I would have predicted it but definitely not a shock
1: Right. Well, so uh, after Monday night football, we had uh, some some European football back. And um, how was your Tuesday, Ali?
2: Um, my Tuesday was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good uh, taxi did, rides. Did did, did did yeah did? Bet,
1: better than you having then?
2: Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure what you mean. Um. <laughs> so. How did it? Was it Spurs that were playing on Tuesday? Yeah, <laughs> uh, 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 do you know what? We um, <laughs> we we shot ourselves in the foot, sloppy goal. Um, and we knew what they were going to do from there on in. Um, we were naive at times, played terrible, but they didn't score anymore. We'll see what happens next. Do I did think. think I know people have overreacted and there's some stupid social media threads and and even the, the quite petulant interviews by certain players and managers as well in my opinion because you knew what was going to happen but there was some had, great shithousery going on by by Athletico and the referees <laughs> in this game.
1: I think, I think it's interesting how some of the like you say about how fans and some of the fans and managers and players have reacted because um, you worry about like well, we, t- we talked about this before we started recording, this it's West Ham, you don't need to worry. But you, you do worry sometimes about how when you forget how to lose, how that affects the psyche. And you did sort of... I did wonder that a little bit when you sort of saw, like,
2: the reaction of, of, of Andy Robertson and sort of how, how immediately chippy he got. Yeah, well, he's always like that, in fairness. But, like, we have lost 11 out of 17 away games in the Champions League under Jurgen Klopp, which, which isn't great. Um but we've never apart from the Barcelona three nil, we've never lost to a stage where you'd n- you'd be worried not to win. Like losing one nil away from home in a Champions League game isn't a bad deal when it's they're going to, the to not when they're coming to you in the second leg. Yeah. You know, it's and I mean, like At- Atletico are used to playing in such a like high intensity stadium, but Anfield we, we know what Anfield can be like. On a European, when it matters, and especially like when the game was that bitey, as you say that, you know, there's there's kind of that bitterness and revenge now on the mind. So you'd imagine the stadium will be quite loud. I don't think that that'll affect them, not not in the slightest, but it'll affect our players to the point where they'll raise their game, in my opinion.
0: <coughs> Do you think if um, Atletico go one 0 up, you might have a game? Going in the second leg, and you could see and a bit of
2: a, the crowd getting on on the backs. I don't think they'll get on their backs as such, um, but they might do because, as Adam like just alluded to, is we, we've we have forgotten how to lose. Well, it f- what it feels like, like we've and we've been fairly rubbish all season. Let's not, you know, pretend we've just done what we needed to do. Fortunately, we've we've arguably got one of the best back fours in the world, and that's kind of kept us. In it because the forward, like Salah and Manny's stats are, are fairly decent, but I don't feel they've played that well. So we're just kind of waiting on them to burst into the scene and, and play proper. And it's a big worry if they go 1 0, but it still doesn't really change the game too much. No. You know, it's you- still the same that has to happen. You, if they go 1-0 up there, you
1: need, you need three goals.
0: To... Three goals against that Atletico team under Simeone, who
2: yeah.
0: who love um, to defend.
2: Yeah, we, we needed three goals against Barcelona, who are <laughs> five times the team <laughs> yeah. that Atletico are. They're not five um, times the defence, though. No. True, but they're not great defensively, Atletico. Not anymore. They're, well, good. they're well, good. They're good, but they, not bad. yeah. What's
1: Atletico? what's there to take away is you can look and say, look, the position they got themselves in in last year's Champions League when they went to Juve.
0: Yeah, 1-2 now.
2: And you, you just, I, I also feel like if Liverpool get the early goal, I feel they'd crumble.
1: Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, that, yeah, I, I, I do think there's been some overreaction to, on, uh, to the result
2: on all the Absolutely. Dive.
1: Um, yeah. My favourite, my favourite tweet from it was, uh, I saw from that weekend was from Danny Kelly, which was, um, breaking news, following complaints from several of Europe's elite clubs, who wait for investigating Atletico Madrid, refusal to
2: play it out from the back. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, It was proper anti-football, like, but it's it's effective. Like, We did it under Rafa for years. Get the goal early and sit in deep. Yeah,
1: It's, uh, it's,
2: a, it's nothing wrong with what they do, it's what we do, but what annoys me is the people who are now like praising Athletical for doing it are the first team to slag off Sean Dyke and Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> but Burnley are actually more attacking than Athletical there on Tuesday. So if,
1: if, if Sean Dyke did it in an all-black suit looking like he was a member of the Mafia, <laughs> uh,
2: maybe he would have. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what Sean Dyke needs to start running about the touchline as well and amping up the crowd a little bit. Yeah. So uh, also,
1: also on Tuesday night in the Champions League, we, uh, another... Another team getting themselves into a bit of bother away from away, in, away from home was uh, PSG going to going to Dortmund. Uh, two more goals for uh, Valga Um It's ridiculous. It's something of like a goal every forty-one minutes since
2: he's been at Dortmund.
0: Yeah, that um, second one was a bit special, wasn't it?
2: Wow. Do <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It wasn't even the goal. Like it was just the sound.
0: Yeah, what? the ball hitting the back of the net.
2: Yeah, it was like somebody literally like hit a baseball bat off a metal pole at the same time as the ball connected with the goal.
1: Yeah, it I'm was... not sure what um, it must have on one of the podcasts i I've listened to this the last couple of days. They had it, the audio of it, and it's just oh. incredible. Oh, uh, and also, and the in the in his first goal when you, he makes the defensive header. Clearing from the yes.
0: court. Yes, yeah.
1: And I knew that he was sort of like this multi tooled sort of player, but I didn't realise he was
2: that quick. The speed you see him, the, the ground he covers. I seen a tweet today. The world record for a 60 metre sprint is 6.34 seconds. Haaland covered it in 6.63. Oh, probably not Jesus. like in a straight line. Is that? No, he's right. <laughs> I mean, I take it that was taken at just some point during that run up the pitch, but that is still yeah. incredible. you, you know, and he's, he's a big guy. Yeah, like, he's
0: gangly, you know, this isn't, eh?
2: Yeah, this isn't like a, a Sadio Mane or a Hazard-type, you know, nippy winger. This is a big boy, like, just drowning down the middle of the park.
1: Yeah, I like, like I said, I've had a lot of... Uh... Uh, ma- mainly, I think Lars Ellingson talking about him because obviously the Norway connection and talking about how so his uh, obviously his we we know his dad, but I, I believe his mum was a a heptathlete, right? Um, mm. So he's, he comes from good stock, and I think also from from what I understand, he he's he's got these sort of physical gifts later in life, so he he developed as a footballer and now is an absolute unit who can play as opposed to what used to be sort of one of the, those old, the old English problem. It's sort of like we could dominate at under-15s because we yeah. could pick the biggest kid. <laughs> the
2: biggest, the fastest. Yeah. 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 So
1: at, at under-15s we were great, but by under-17s, they couldn't
2: get near the Spanish kids. So just can't you realise the kids, yeah, the yeah. ones who couldn't play football. Yeah. Um, the good thing for him being a footballer first as well, it'll prolong his muscles and his career. Because he hasn't been, you know, sprinting about and doing that sort of stuff. You know, he's been playing football, so it'll give him that extra time. Especially if he comes, comes to England or that as well later on in his career. It's not, it's not like he's going to come as like a 30-year-old whose, whose legs are gone.
1: Yeah, good point. Good points. Um, and then on the, on the Tuesday night, um, getting them so talk about a team getting themselves in trouble. Tottenham getting themselves in even bigger trouble, Scott, because they're one nil
0: down but that's an away goal they've, they've let in yeah and they could have been a couple of goals down after about four minutes Leipzig absolutely battered them in the first couple of minutes and um, I think Hugo Luis had to make a good couple of saves um, Spurs in the highlights that I saw because I watched the other game on Wednesday night, um, Spurs looked very lethargic and quite poor and they didn't really adapt well to Mourinho's tactics and, uh, shock, shock horror in 2020 um, I, I spoke to a, a colleague of mine because um, he watches a bit of the Bundesliga as well Um Nile Griezmann's done some absolutely brilliant work over the last couple of years with Hoffenheim and now Leipzig and he Thinks, and I sort of agree with him that Mourinho keeps trying to play his tactics from probably about 15, 16 years ago now and it's not working and you can see he's playing long balls to Son and Lucas and they were just they were going nowhere.
2: Well, yeah. is like, Mourinho he's not going to change. I think no. his tactics could work if he had the players. The biggest problem is he's went in there as a yes man it seems because they lost Harry Kane at the start of January, and they haven't replaced him. and yet they're still trying to play the same way as if Harry Kane was in the team, and that becomes an issue. And that's where, like, I, I I love Jose Mourinho or loved Jose as a manager. He's kind of obviously not got the same impact, but it's where you see like a Klopp um, and even the the Leipzig manager. Um, who who can adapt and mm. change. Like um even like so like obviously Simeone pretty much only got one way to play. Those managers from that era you feel are the ones who you, you fear if they ever went anywhere else. Because their their teams are so set up to play one way. So even Spurs, Mourinho was really going into a losing battle because all those Spurs players are mentally trained to play the way Potts like did won. yeah. And now he's trying to get them to be compact and defensive and and solid. It it's kind of hard. It's like, could you imagine even a couple of good talented like, not obviously that no big players going to go, but like say like a Lallana who's a technical player goes to Burnley. Yeah, yeah it's, well,
1: it's like I mean, this, this the contrast is stark, right? You're not. It's not like you're taking a team like managed who used to be managed by Pochettino and then going ah. Oh, you're not playing Pochettino football anymore, but here's Guardiola. Yes,
2: adapt to this. You no, know. you're you're literally flipping it to the complete opposite of mm. everything they're used to. Like, 360. It, yeah, it's a bit like who's I heard it on a podcast now. They were talking about like a really defensive <coughs> team, and then they kept trying to sign, you know, different players like more advanced players, but they're so used to playing one way that the players just look.
1: Terrible. Stop it. Yeah, let's go. In the last last two or three years, they've gone and signed attacking, flaring, sort of talented players, Thomas Omar, Charles Felix, Felix, those sort of things. And they try and play sort of more progressive football. It doesn't quite work out. And then by this time, you get to the group stages of the (laughs) the Champions League. Just resort back. He goes goes 4
0: 4 2 defensive.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Four, cent- four central midfielders playing across, the- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and and it works. I mean, there's many ways to play football, so we can't slag it. But it's just, it's 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 harsh when I feel when Mourinho's taking such abuse for for this Tottenham. But it, Mourinho's never going to change his style of play, and it was why the the signing kind of didn't really make sense as much as. He would still maybe get a reaction, but you just can't when you've got such a team, and then you're asking them to play. It would be like, I, and I always said that Arsenal fans always said they wanted Simeone, at Arsenal. But you try telling those Arsenal defenders <laughs> to defend like Simeone, and tell me how that's going to work. You'd have to sign twenty-two new players to fit the system, and it's why um, Conte didn't really work it. Chelsea won't yeah.
1: so it be interesting to. I feel like in this time, Spurs have got themselves in a bit of a hole, when you've got no, you haven't got Son, you haven't got Kane, you've got to go away to Leipzig. Like, you need to score a goal.
0: And Timo Werner's in such hot form this season. It's yeah. going a bit I trouble. Like,
2: I like that guy.
0: Werner's very good. He plays off left in a, like a front three, um, and yeah, ugh, he just of goals for fun in that system. Nagelsmann's got him playing brilliant
1: football. So Scott, tell us about tell us about the
0: other game then, because obviously oh. none of that, even sports, so oh that that was a lot of fun. Atalanta absolutely wiping the floor with, floor of Valencia um, for about seventy minutes, and then stupidly let Valencia back into the game. Uh, Atalanta have been sensational to watch this season and scored 62 in Serie got sixty two in twenty four games. And they've scored seven, twice. They ended the decade (laughs) with a 5-0 win over AC Milan and started the decade with a 5-0 win over Parma. Just to think that on match day four in the Champions League, they had one point after the draw with Manchester City, when Carl Walker out to go in goal. Um, And then they won their back-to-back remaining games. And they just absolutely boss this game from start to finish. If you haven't seen any of the goals, the second and the third goal are just different class, especially the third one when Remo Froyler just curls it into the top corner from like 25 yards out. Um, but, like, with about 15, 20 minutes to go, Dennis Cherisev scores a bit sloppy defending and Valencia had chances. Maxi Gomez, who had an absolute shocker of a game, missed two easy chances from close range and it could end up like four three. Um, there will be goals in the second leg because both teams can't defend, but they can tack at will. Um, but I feel this season um, Atalanta could be last season's Ajax, where they nobody wants to play, um, but everyone wants to watch them play.
2: I was just do- the way you asked. Do you think they could do anything going forward? Like, are they a, an outside? Oh, goal? They can? <sighs>
0: Oh, I would love them to see go to the quarterfinals. Um, I, I'd see them go to the quarters, maybe who they would get in the quarterfinal. I would love to see them get a big team and maybe give them a bit of a surprise. But yeah, I, I can't see nothing past them going as far as they can.
2: Is there a style that would be suited to them? Like, So if you look at the teams that are left, um, and you're saying that they'll likely obviously progress this round, yeah. Um. So, like, talking in the next... I, I assume it's a draw for the next round to see who gets who. It's yeah, not
0: like yeah. Just, no, no.
2: So, so, is there a style that you wouldn't fancy them getting so you could see them progress?
0: So, they like to play... They play with, a, uh, like, a 3-4-1-2 um, and, like, the one in behind the two strikers, likes to drop back as well to make a five in the midfield. And they just, like, press and, like, swarm. They all know what to do. So they sort of remind me of Leipzig under Nagelsmann. So I think they'll cause any team any problems who they pick up. I would love to see them play against, like, a Barcelona. I'd you, you think they'd rather play against
1: a team where they could go punch for punch? and just, Yeah. A team that wants to try and play against them. Almost like yeah. if, if they... If they play, had if if Atleti went through and they had to play Atleti, maybe that would be their last
0: night. Yeah, they would struggle against a team who just likes to sit back and hit probably hit them on the counter attack. I think they struggled mm-hmm. like that in Serie A this season because um, they lost to the bottom side Spal a couple of weeks ago and they lost two one. They were utterly woeful. Um, yeah, so teams who like to play football, so maybe like a Liverpool, if oh, Liverpool really? can get through, and I think that could be an entertaining match. Just, if anyone who likes to sit back and just defend doggedly, they would struggle against.
2: I'd, well, I've well, not seen them play, so it's, hang hanging a bit. I always fear for teams who play three at the back against Liverpool because the front three stays yeah. so forward.
0: Roma it's, did it and it got, yeah, you to us 5-2. Especially,
2: especially if you try and attack. You know, you really need Liverpool's front three to have a really off day mm. when you're leaving it three on three, but... It'd still be a fun game, and that's—I mean—that's like Adam, as much as he hates it. You know, that's the games you're kind of looking for. You want to see those type of match- you're, like. You're, I'm fed up with like the the top teams just playing. Well, they never really played each other till later on, but you're fed up with the same matchups because they they do try and cancel each other out and just you know sit very negative. I mean, the for me, the Man City Real Madrid game, I think it'll be terrible. People are so excited about it, but. I think it'll be one of those nervy games where Mm. it means too much to both teams so they'll cancel each other out. (laughs) Guardiola decides to play some strange back three or
1: Goes
0: 3-3-4.
2: Bravo in goal. <laughs> Trying to play Fabio Delph left back again, even though he's not there. Is that uh, any is that any worse than playing Mendy at left back? Nah. No. <laughs> I will
0: track. say, I will say, if Atalanta and Dortmund go through, these two played each other in the Europa League a couple of years ago, and that was a humdinger of a tie. I think Dortmund went through on away goals. Them two would be like a very good match in the quarterfinals. I'd love
1: Dortmund as well. Excellent, yeah, Scott, you've, you've taken me right to the Europa League. Brilliant. Ah, sorry, <laughs> like sorry. You, know what, I <laughs> yeah. you do what I needed. The segue. So, it's obviously the Europa League. We're not going to dwell on it because it's the Europa League. But, but um, so in terms of the, the British teams in Europe, Manchester United and Celtic both uh, got 1 1 draws away at Club Bruges and FC Copenhagen, respectively. Um, Arsenal won one 0 away at Olympiacos in a relatively uneventful dire game. Wolves won four nil Yeah,
2: jo-
0: jo- Johnny Hartrick
1: books themselves a uh, around in the
2: next. I can't believe you said Johnny Hatrick yet yeah, didn't mention Ruben, Ruben Nevers. Twenty five yards tested, That was, filth. Warrior, that was utter filth.
1: <laughs> but I think the, uh, the the game of the of the round was uh, was Rangers, Ali, mean, right? Oh, it was,
0: what like, was that pitch like, all about? I oh, had it, it was, on in the background when watching the Roma game, which was not very good. But yeah, what was the pitch all about?
2: Maybe the worst pitch I've seen in professional football ever. Um, proper, I I hate giving this team any credit. Like I, I hate the team as it is now. They're managed by Gerard, that amplifies it. Um, but they were woeful in the first half for about 60 minutes, and then all of a sudden. That was it. They got a goal. The crowd were... So, they were, for, for those who didn't know, those, they went 2-0 uh, no well, down at home. Yeah. Yeah, no like 2-0 down, that. and Braga were very good. Um, well, I don't know if they were very good or Rangers were that bad, but playing really nice stuff. First goal was a cracker. Um, second goal was quite... Just fairly easy, to be fair. Um, Rangers looked out of it and really thought it could have been one of those four and five, the way it was going. Um, Haji Rangers lone loan signing, um, son of George Haji. Mm. Uh, most most listeners will remember. He uh, scored a very good goal, cutting inside his left foot and <coughs> done what I'm si- that not enough players do and hit it hard low at the near post rather than trying to be nice and technical and curl it into the back. It just feel like just that hard low shot. But he got that the the Liverpool fullback Loney that. Um, Rangers, I I c I can't pronounce the name, so I'm not gonna embarrass myself. He um he strolled through the defence after this. Um just showed how high the confidence had got since the first goal went in. Um and then a Haji free kick with about ten minutes to go, I think it was. Massive deflection. Um but it just summed up how much the tide had turned. Um and Rangers, just the way they played in that thirty minutes, say, um Farrelly deserved the win and, and arguably could have had a couple more in that time. Um, and, tremendous yeah. result for, for Scottish football. In fact, both uh, they, games, to they, be they fair, have, as well.
1: They do have two, two away goals to defend against now when they go back to Braga, though, in uh, next week. But uh, the other sort of mildly interesting re- results of the tie were, I'd say, were Ajax last season's Champions League semi-finalists losing... Two no away to
0: Katathe and uh... Ryan Babbel. Has anyone seen that? Is Shithouser really in that <laughs> game? Because that is probably the best thing I've seen all no. season. No, Throw I it.
1: haven't. Talk
0: oh, um, so he tracks back and fouls. Uh, is it Jene? And Jene goes down like um, theatrically, and Ryan Babbel mimics him and does the mimic limp at the end as well, and gets up on his face.
1: Excellent. And and just quickly for you, Scott, Roma won 1-0 against...
0: Against. That was it was awful. Roma have been absolutely rancid this year. They've won three games all year. That was their first home win since December, and that was against Spalner in the, in the league. It was uh, Carlos Perez, the on Barcelona winger, scored on his first start. It took the goal really well. Um, cut in. free ball from Jacko. he jumped... Went through and then sorted it past the keeper. He played pretty well, but it was just a die game. Ghent was uh, very unlucky. They could have got um, a draw back to Belgium. And it, it's a bit nervy for Roma for the second leg. Yeah, uh,
1: that's come. I mean, think Europa League, right? It comes quick and quick and fast because they have to go from thirty-two to sixteen in sixteen, time, yeah. In, th- in the time the Champions League spread them out, but right. So that brings us to this weekend's coming football and. We've, we've got a bit of a treat, really, to begin with. Uh, the early game on uh, on Saturday is 4th versus 5th in the Premier League. It's Chelsea versus Tottenham. Uh, a London derby, obviously. Um, but two teams not in great form, right? So, two teams who've both played midweek. Chelsea had a little bit longer break. I think that the... I
0: would say this is very hard on Spurs having to play Wednesday night and then Saturday. Oh, is this sound gone? Uh, yeah. So the um, uh, why is they playing on Saturday and not Sunday or maybe Sunday afternoon?
1: Uh, especially because they have got the Wednesday game, right?
0: Yeah, that's a bit strange. Wouldn't that be it's Sky anyway, and then Sky or BT and. Premier League football don't care about their fans, do they?
1: I think it, I think it's the game on BT the morning game. Yeah, it says so, BT
0: don't care about their fans.
1: Um, what? Any, any thoughts on on what we're gonna get here? So, so it's a team. What we've got: Tottenham with no strikers and Chelsea with no strikers that they like.
0: <laughs> um, Playbacks, why? Play don't be silly,
2: he's, he he's not allowed to play. <laughs> oh,
1: he played on Monday, didn't he?
2: Look at what he
0: happened did. there. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you reckon that would be the front? Because um, it was Willian, Pedro and Batch That's like That's a B-Tech front three I saw someone put on Twitter. B oh, B-Tech <laughs> front three. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was harsh on that. But what the
1: alternative? have it in?
2: Mason Mountain Ross Barkley uh, where's where's Tammy Abraham is he he's in injured yeah shock that you, you play a teenager all season and he can't last yeah, yeah. Where's,
1: where's, where's Christian
2: Pulisic disappeared to he's probably back in America still looking for his ability oh. Oh. Oh.
0: I, I Ali's not a fan. <laughs> just he, he's he's a
2: he's an overhyped American who Chelsea paid stupid money for. Sixty-five just, million. Just so they could get a player in before their ban. They then great about getting this ban lifted and then didn't sign anybody. Like they're just the, they are the worst, most stupid club in the whole world. So so with that in mind, Tottenham <laughs> victory? I I think so. Spurs have won three in a row in the league.
1: Yeah, and um, actually, it's, um, some
2: scabs as well, right? That's Man City. they got Man City, Southampton, who are on good bit of form. Um, and then, obviously, Aston Villa.
0: Yeah, that was a weird game last week, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, but, I mean, Spurs were fairly, fairly comfortable in it, to be fair. Stupid defending from... Uh, I can't remember the boy's name. Uh, uh, Engels. Um, that's it, yeah. Um, which could have, obviously... Cleared up, but suppose we're fairly. I mean, they were playing Aston Villa, so let's not hang it too much. But I mean, you're looking at Chelsea, and Chelsea are just not getting wins. Your biggest concern is what Adam started the, the game off with is there's nobody to play up front now. Well, you're playing Lucas Moura I'd, I'd imagine, as the striker now. They've got that. We've got La Celso, who play wide, who's, who seems quite talented. Um, and the the new boy they signed in January Berg
0: Bergvine he's rapidly quick
2: yeah um but Lucas Moura is not exactly the most prolific of goal scorers and this is this is Spurs' problem and Delhi Ali seems to have forgotten how to play football um and this is where you worry for Spurs but I just think Chelsea are just naive um a lot of young players and then now they're bringing in players like they expect Batchwi to be like a a top Premier League striker without giving them games all season then just bring them in expecting them to be like peak TD or draw
1: so so Ali's going going with Tottenham what's your thought Scott
0: I'm going to draw I'm just I think Jose's going to just set his side up just to stagnate Chelsea Oh, there's right nothing, right. nothing up. There's nothing up front for both teams anyway. So I don't know what he's going to, what he's going to do. <laughs>
1: we're going we're to have a, a complete split of results here then, because man on the post is going to correctly predict the result. Because <laughs> <of that game, laughs> I'm going for a Chelsea win because I just think that they, they've got two days left, and Chelsea have played played Monday night. I think that, um, th- yeah, I just think Chelsea, Chelsea have got this game because of that factor alone. Yeah, so all the sort of three o'clock games on on Saturday are a, a it's a competition on who can win. So do you think it's going to be Burnley versus Bournemouth, Crystal Palace versus Newcastle, Sheffield United versus Brighton,
2: or Southampton? Ooh. Newcastle Palace for me is the the game I do not want to watch. Yeah, I'm and, with uh, that. Yeah, I'll go with that. I quite fancy Sheffield united Brighton to be a decent game.
1: Yeah, I think that's... I You're probably fair there. I've probably done them a disservice.
2: Yeah.
1: So, if you're a Sheffield United fan, you've got to be... You're rubbing your hands together, right? You're, you're in sitting on the table, an, an opening's come up, a, a, a big... Man, a big, sort of...
2: Manchester pool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> a
0: fourth-place hole, which they could yeah. achieve and get...
1: And you've also got the fact that, like, like as we just talked about, it's it's fourth versus fifth. The game ahead So you know, yeah, a tra- a Sheffield United- They're gonna be the table because Chelsea and Tottenham can't both win. So I, th- I think that is gonna
2: be an interesting game. They're in a great bit of form as well. I mean, I mean the table kind of shows that anyway. But um, their last five results, including cup, obviously the only team they've lost to is is City, and that was only 1-0. Um, and I believe they drew the Arsenal. Yeah, they did um, drew 1-0. I mean, they're very good at beating the little teams. And, I mean, that's all really that these teams need to be doing as such. Um, and then any points to pick up of the, of the so-called big top six sort of thing are a bonus. And, I mean, I I personally thought Sheffield United were hands down to go down this season. Um, so, I mean, what do I know? I thought that Sheffield United were going to be that
1: team that um, everyone lauded for their football,
2: Yeah,
1: but they went down.
2: Like what, Norwich, basically? No, yeah, yeah <laughs> Alan, you stole my
0: thunder, yeah. <laughs> Norwich this season, basically. I didn't
1: even realise people were really lauding Norwich for their, for trying. But I thought, yeah. you know, when he, there was that spell where it used to be like, uh, there would be a whole bunch of teams who came up and were just dogged and horrible and tried to stay up. And there'd always be one, normally West Brom. Yeah.
2: It. Remember Played Blackpool football. did it.
1: Played yeah, Blackpool.
2: Relegated. Yeah. Maybe us twice that season. so <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: the... Sheffield United against so Brighton haven't have won in five. So are
2: we saying that that's, that game's got Sheffield United <laughs> getting all over at home? Yeah, I, I fancy them at home. Yeah. yeah I think. I think now. I think, like, I, I know we kind of, like, joked about this this extra Champions League place that is on the horizon, but I, that'll get into those players' heads. And Chris Wilder seems the sort of guy saying, look, if you just want it, you know, there's, there's a potential. Um, I mean, you'd fancy them to get any, I mean, unless they have a real bad collapse now. But none of the, the top six teams want it, apart from Liverpool, seem to want to win games. So it's there for them to grab it and it's still Brighton, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, speaking of speaking of it, just, speaking of just bright- in the Premier League. Of it's
1: still Brighton, we've got we've got Burnley Burnley and Bournemouth. Bournemouth, <sighs> and
0: Bournemouth
1: I keep thinking that Bournemouth I keep telling myself Bournemouth are gonna be okay, but that's two point. No, no,
0: they're they're appalling, aren't they?
1: Burn Burnley uh unbeaten in their last four Premier League games. Do we, does this just have one nil Burnley? <laughs>
2: um,
0: I think it might be more goals for Burnley. I didn't expect them to get a result at Southampton last week. Neither did no. Neither did
1: I. No. I've got that recorded as well. So I'm, I'm even-handed with my plays. <laughs>
0: Now, Bournemouth are just awful and they keep buying all those bad players from Liverpool, don't they? <laughs> yeah,
2: they, they they're doing us what we did to Southampton. It, it's only fair. It's the circle of life. You reap what you sow.
0: I think me and, uh, and Adam and Chris and May have spoken about this probably about three, four weeks ago. Do you reckon this is the circle of life for them in the Premier League and it's maybe a season too far for them under Eddie Howe?
2: I think Eddie Howe, like. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think he should get sacked. I mean, what he's done with the club's amazing, but he's, he's another manager that doesn't know how to adapt. Yeah. And trying to play too neat and tidy football, maybe, when <laughs> sometimes you need to just dig in, get the results first, and then let the football come back naturally. But the recruitment has ultimately... Whether Eddie Howe's got final say, um, I, I mean, I know you joke about it, it's not really a joke, but they're signing players for big money. Who who are terrible? Like Dominic Solanke for twenty three million, twenty four million.
0: Jordan Ive for fifteen million. Um, they, they
2: bought a fullback off us, Brad Smith, for seven million. He didn't play a game for us. Like oh, he we had, him, we had him at Swindon for yeah, a couple he of months. Yeah, wasn't good enough for our under twenty threes. Uh, <coughs> and they spent seven million on him.
0: He was on loan at Seattle Sounders last season and won the MLS Cup with them.
2: Oh wow. But putting in, we spent seven million on Andy Robertson. When you look at figures, it's just like, what is the recruit? Where is their where are they going? Like, does Jordan I even still play for them?
1: I mean, what what should be said though is, uh, mate, have they st- turned a the corner slightly? They have won two of their last three Premier League games, they only they lost. Their last game out, but that was against Sheffield United, who we've just talked up quite a lot. Yep. Um, I still think that they we we could talk about them being bad, maybe and having all these problems. I still think there's probably three worse teams in the league. I
2: I think that definitely is. I mean, I'm gonna I'm trying to find a table.
1: I mean, I've uh, got in front of me at the moment. So yep. they're on are 20, 26 points and 16th below them. Got Villa on 25, West Ham and Watford both on 24, and yeah. obviously Norwich. Cut from 18. Yeah,
2: for me, the bottom two just now
1: um, are going to go down. Well, I, I, think, I think that West Ham fixture list, I believe, is, that they've got coming up is a shocker. Yeah. Um, so I don't think, I think that it, it won't be long until West
2: Ham are in team. Do you not feel that West Ham, and I know they're fixtures, but they are the sort of team who can get results. And they um, have, they they don't have an 18th place squad. We'll talk about them getting results in a, in a little bit, Ali, when we get to, the, they've got, they've got to, to, I to that. I feel my connections going a bit wonky. Just just to pre warn you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's be honest. Like, would regardless of would we miss any of Norwich, Watford, West Ham, Villa, Bournemouth, Brighton, arguably Palace, while Hodgson's in charge?
1: I always say it depends who comes up, right? So if if you that's well, I, you want,
2: you I want you want a I, bit of fresh I, blood, right? I know if
1: Ross is listening, I'm sure all of us would like Leeds to be in the Premier League. But what you don't want to see is or is to get rid of them and just have them replaced by
2: fuller... Um, I certainly don't want Fulham. Up. So I mean, if you're look, I'm looking at the West championship. It's,
0: it's, it looks like it's going to be West Brom, Leeds, and one of Brentford for. I'd, like
2: Bre- I'd like Brentford to come up because it's a new. T- or I'd like because Forest because of the history. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'd like to see. I think, but I think the most important team, and I hate saying this because I don't want Ross to hear it, but Leeds are the most important team in that championship that need to come up. Yeah. Just for the the size of club, the rivalry they'll bring to to certain games. They just seem, They'll even, even if they were to get hammered every week, they, it would just add some character to games and a wee bit of, a wee bit of stories and you know and
0: just, plus, just something to talk about. And plus, everyone wants to see Bielsa in the Premier League.
1: Yeah. So why we talk? Well, let's just finish off talking about these uh, these last on Premier League. So we've got Southampton and Villa. Uh, Villa are terrible. Well, Villa are ten terrible players than Jack Grealish, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And they're mm-hmm. missing again badly, aren't they?
2: Massively, yeah. Um, I mean, I've kind of got a soft spot for them now because they signed Pepe Arena, so I feel I'm obliged <laughs> to, to not hate them. Um, but I, I love Southampton for what they've done, especially since the, the 9-0 defeat. The character um, they've done. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and fair play to the board as well for sticking by the manager, who I never thought was a bad manager anyway. He seems to have done a fairly good job since he took over, um, obviously started off poorly, but he's got them back playing. Poor result last week, um, but I'd like to see him wear a bit of recruitment maybe in the summer um, and see what he can do. Um, I still fancy Southampton in this just because I think Jack Grealish is a little prick.
0: <laughs> I see I, I Southampton um, scoring a hatful against Villa I think Villa's defence is um, creaky at best and their confidence is low after the Tottenham game and they, they are going to be over reliant on Jack Grealish Pepe Reina is a great keeper but how much can he do to save this side
1: So alright and then to into the, what we're claiming is going to be last so match of the day, Crystal Palace versus Newcastle. Uh, Crystal Palace haven't Crystal Palace haven't won a game this decade.
2: And I so they,
1: I believe they're the only team in English football not to have won a game this decade.
0: So
2: one no Crystal Palace then.
0: Yeah, um, 90, 93rd <laughs> minute Saha winner off his shin. New,
1: no Newcastle,
0: Ben Teke. Newcastle, oh god yeah.
1: Newcastle have won one of their last five Premier League games. So between them, they've won one in ten.
0: That was against yeah. Chelsea, wasn't it? The, uh, the 90th minute winner.
1: So, what are we going to get here? Grab. <laughs> if you're thinking it's going to be in a nice, exciting environment, it's not at St James' Park, it's a Selhurst Park. So, that that, as well?
0: those are the words from Adam, not from me or Ali. <laughs>
1: I this us
0: just I got no no I believe I was a pound shot Benfica on Instagram and got some abuse when I last went <laughs> uh, <sighs> it's, it's uh, Ali said I completely nil nil Bruce even though it's effective and it's got him this side Newcastle side doing okay this season his sap is so negative going like 3-4-3 three, three, and they've got they spent forty million on Joe Linton and he's not a striker and they're lacking so much goals up top. It's this has got nil nil and two shots on goal.
2: I wonder if Wolf Sahara remembers he's a Premier League football player. Anytime soon. Do
1: you think do you think his head's gone? Do you think <laughs> there's obviously w- the transfer talk? He's he's quite publicly changed his agent since then. <laughs> Something's is yeah, it just, is he, something he just, gone or is he just having a bad run of time? And if you're here, maybe you were a little bit concerned and you're thinking, like, where is my where's my out gone here?
2: Because he's only got six goals and assists all season.
1: Yeah, I like, probably, what, what I mean is, in terms of, if, if your head's up, where is he going to go? Like, well, he obviously, there was obviously the very sort of quite public, close, near deadline flirtation with a move. Move to Everton. I can't. I can't see that reigniting. If it, it was kind of being sort of unspoken that he was Chelsea's Chelsea's man. But could could you see him at Chelsea next season? Could you, I, I can't see another team in that sort of.
2: I don't Chelsea see anybody level. spending the money on him. I, he, no. he doesn't. He doesn't have enough consistent output. Even even on forums, Aha doesn't have. I'm trying to think. Obviously, like Mane and Salah, like Salah are obviously exceptions to this rule because of the the level that they're playing at. But even even looking at who have you got, even like Martial and you know the United wingers, he's just they're putting out much higher consistent output. Sahar puts out outputs of like a a deep lying centre midfielder, and he's a winger. He's arguably a striker. The way he plays, and it's a shame because you can see all the abilities there. and I think that that move to Man United back in the day really affected his progression. But I don't know where he goes from now. But he really, if he, even if he wants to go to a bigger club, he needs to start playing, or a club won't look at him unless he's on a three. Yeah, so
1: Saturday really is a game of a game of peak, a day of peaks and troughs because we've got. We start off with with that London derby. We've then got the race for last on that of the day, and at the 5:30 game on Sky, we've got uh, third versus second. The Premier League, we've got Leicester versus Man City. Um, Man City, who had their cancelled game played on Wednesday, which we've forgotten to talk about, which wouldn't have happened if we had if I had notes written down like Chris. <laughs> so that's where that's where it pays off. But um. They obviously they played West Ham. So it wasn't worth talking about.
0: One, two, um, now.
1: What do we see here? Ali's obviously sitting here with with bated breath, hoping that it means that yeah that Liverpool have an opportunity to win the league at Goodison Park.
2: But I don't I don't want to win it at Goodison Park.
0: Where do you uh, want to win? Where do you want to win it? You want to win it at Hamfield?
2: I want to win it at Crystal Palace because I, do, I just
1: to, I just told you about Celeste Park. <laughs> Oh. It's, that's, that place should never A Premier League trophy should never No they're,
2: that place they're, they're at Anfield are they not? Oh
1: is that Anfield okay
2: I, I could be wrong but I I assume I thought it was Anfield and the reason I want To win it against Crystal Palace is Because it's a uh, It's easier to get tickets For the For like for fans and a lot of the kids Getting cheaper and free Okay. So yeah. I just think it'll be a, like a, a Oh like obviously it'll be great to win it against Everton and Everton, but how many fans are going to be there? Yeah, couple of you know, thousands, I mean, couple of all, thousand, Liverpool fans. Yeah. yeah, I mean it'd be great just because of the the rivalry, but for the memory of forty, fifty thousand fans, I'd like to see it at home, a cheaper allocation, not like a, not like a, I don't, I don't want Man City in the library coming to Anfield. I might be, um, a
1: bit, I I, would, I think I'd be a little bit worried if it if you could win the League of Goodison Park. I'd worry about that game um, because...
2: You should worry
1: about it. No no no, not... <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean from an... Uh, I'm, I'm not worrying about it from an Emmett point of view, trust me. Um, I think I worry about it from a, maybe from a safety point of view because there are obviously that older generation of, um, of Scousers who have that sort of friendly derby mentality and sort of the only game in English football where they didn't really enforce segregation and mm. fam- they, there's that talk of it, it's splitting families, right? Families mixed. You have the yeah. blue sat next to each other. I think that there would be people of that generation, season ticket holders at Everton, who would know Liverpool fans, who they would give tickets to and say, go on, go and see your team win the league. And if I think there so. are 20-year-old fans of both times who, who don't have that, who live in a social media generation where yeah. it's not a friendly rivalry, and I I would worry about the amount of Liverpool fans who might get in
2: the home end and how that might end up. Yeah, I think, ultimately, you always want to win the league at home, don't you, really? Because you want to see, the more of your fans that see the game How have I got myself talking about this? I know, it's <laughs> really hurting you. But I do, I mean I think we're away to City as well. I'm pretty sure, like the week after yourselves, um, Adam. I'm fairly certain we've already played. Oh no, I'll be at home.
0: Yeah, you've played Man City at home, and that was the infamous Pep two, two times, two times.
2: Yeah. Sunday the fifth of April. Yeah, they're at home, so we've obviously played them at Anfield. Um, um, so, right, we should, we should probably
1: talk about one of the two teams that are playing. This yeah, football, <laughs> So Man, Man City are Man City, right? They've got they've got their off the field issues at the moment, but um, it's a shame that, yeah. I... They're a bit they're a bit closer to they've what they've their form is what last five games three wins one loss one draw. Um, Leicester's form has fallen off a cliff, right?
2: That's yeah,
1: the one, one win in the last five. Um, um. But no European football. City have got
2: Real Madrid to look ahead to. Um, I don't know where, to, where City's head's at at this point. I, I, I wonder, I'm, I'm in two minds over this, especially with the, the ban coming in. You wonder if City will now completely throw everything to try and win it this season? So Champions you know, League, a, yeah. yeah. A, fi- a final that, fuck you, you Yeah, me? a Pretty much. Because you know, what is that saying, like, what well, it's it's why I don't understand this whole situation because if Man City win the Champions League this season, despite admitting that they're guilty of what they've done um, and will be banned for two seats, likely only be one, I, I feel they'll win the appeal and get it reduced to one season but whilst having been in the wrong they've then went and won the Champions League and that's okay because they're banned the next season but um, I mean, surely they have to have conceded the league at this stage and what does the league matter if they are going to be banned what does league position mean so you won I assume the Real Madrid games this week coming.
0: Um, yes, yeah.
2: so you, I mean the Man City Reserve team is probably still a top 7 team maybe top 8 team in the Premier League if it was playing consistently um, so it's not a big shot but Leicester surely have got to get their act together at some point, with the team that they have,
0: yeah, because a couple of their their big players have been horrifically out of form. I am looking at Jamie Vardy, who is, his form is just nosedived massively since the turn of the year. He and we talked, about, sh- we talked
1: about we talked about Jamie Madison. I know even yeah. some of that goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, Vardy hasn't scored goals. Madison hasn't been picking up assists. No. Hasn't scored goals Hasn't been chipping in With goals himself um, I mean They are in a, in a slump And it's a lot But They're in this slump But they're still Nine points ahead Of Chelsea in four <laughs>
0: It's how crazy This season And this league table Is looking at the moment Isn't it Where teams like that Can go on a horrific slump And still be streets ahead Of their competition
1: So it's, it sounds It sounds like You're thinking That Leicester are going To turn this around Right I mean, You go for a home win
2: I'd love to see... home. I'm just... I'm really torn. As you say, it just depends what Man City turn up. I just don't see them really caring about the Premier League anymore. Um, Even... To be fair, they cared for it at the start of the season. They were still losing games left, right and centre. So, I guess that doesn't really matter. But, Do you know what? I'm going to go for a draw. Scott? Oh,
0: God. I'm going to go City win just... um, I think you might see Sergio Aguero nabbing a couple of goals, and it also depends what type of team he puts out for before Wednesday. You never know. You might see Claudio Bravo starting in goal. I've
1: got I've got this vision of Man City centre backs everywhere, and Jamie Vardy just running <laughs> running through the middle of the pitch. I'm not, no, no man within fifteen yards of him.
0: So, do you, could you see Pep playing like a six, two, two formation then?
1: Oh no, Pep, is it, Pep's gonna save anything that's too smart for for the midweek, right? That's when he had, Oh yeah, we go like three
0: three four.
1: <laughs> yeah, they big then want to see how you overfill when you start with twelve <laughs> outfield players. <laughs> <laughs> um so in terms of then that we'll takes us to Sunday, where we've got uh the the Europa League teams playing, we've got Man City versus... I'm um, not sorry. We've
2: got Man United Watford. Uh, is that a slam dunk? That's as close as Man United are going to get. Is the Gallo available? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He features in the Europa League game. That's Did he? Yeah. That, this has got Man United like. I I can see a Gallo even scoring, looking like a footballer in this. Or against um, his old team. Yeah. Just. It's kind of written for them that way. I mean, again, I said it before when we were talking about the Europa game and the Chelsea game. Man United aren't a bad team. Um, They've got a terrible manager um, and they're all over. They're they're a mess of a team. But they've got good players and Watford are just championship waiting to happen. So, yeah, I'm going for a comfortable 3-4-0 Man United. Actually, one. They still can't defend. They've got Harry Maguire. (laughs)
0: That's 18 million down the drain. I'm gonna go two nil no, United when I think it would be just comfortable. Watford have done okay recently under Pearson, but this might be a bit of a struggle at Old Trafford. <laughs>
2: then you remember the stolen Nigel Pearson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah, I, I, I think that this is. I think there's a start. Like I don't, I'm sure I heard this on a podcast. Again, too too much going in. But I think, but Watford have never won at Old Trafford in the in the Premier League era. So I don't see that
2: changing on Sunday. So, you know what? You're making me want to change my mind now. Just
0: Full time, Man United nil, Watford one. We all see yeah. it on Sunday.
1: Um doing on goals. And after riding high, I believe we've got Wolves. They've got the the gift keeps on giving. They've got Norwich at home. Um, <coughs> a second slam dunk. Are we alright? <laughs>
0: It depends if he rotates. Do you reckon he, he doesn't really rotate that much, does he, for Wolves? No. Yeah. Uh, not really, no, because they're going to be on a massive high and they're one foot already in the uh, the latter stage of the Europa League. And they're so much fun to watch this season, Wolves. That attacking trio is just brilliant to watch. I can see them scoring quite a few against Norwich.
1: Uh, as I say that, just looking no wins in the no wins in the last three for Wolves. Yeah. They, their problem, that's probably been the difference between the Wolves that everyone was absolutely raving about last season and the Wolves of this season, is twelve draws so far. Yeah,
2: they, they, they need a goalscorer. They really need a goalscorer. Is but that they someone need to a... help Jimenez? Well, yeah, because you do He's so pivotal. This I'm, I'm comparing it to Liverpool and I apologise because I keep presenting. And Jimenez is, is the ideal backup for me to Firmino as it stands. But there's just, And it's the same frustration we have with Firmino. It can be the lack of goals at time, And it isn't their job to score goals. They're a number nine so it's strange thing to say. But their job is to <coughs> link the play. They're, they're the pivotal member. But we're getting the goals from other areas whereas Wolves aren't. And, and that's where the draws are coming from. They're relying on them. Like a wonder strike from Neves at times, or they just—I just feel that like either Jimenez needs to contribute more in the assist the goals and assist side, or they need more from wider areas. They so just more need more from Triore. Right? Yeah, like they maybe need to uh, like a Mani Salah type out you know, with those sort of numbers, like 10, 15 goals assists. Um, I mean, Triore had that good purple patch, um, but I, I still fancy them to win here. Um, maybe a 2-1 just because it's Norwich but I feel if they were playing any higher calibre or, or opponent especially on the Sunday in Europa that it would be another draw
1: yeah perhaps perhaps and then sort of the, the, the evening game the game of uh, the game of Sunday is Arsenal versus Everton um, I can't remember the last it's not going to the Emirates has not been a happy ground for me around for the last sort of Three or four years because I've, I've got every year um, <coughs> one of the ones I remember most was losing 4-0 in a game that hey, was 3 nil at half time they stopped serving <laughs> alcohol at half time with lots of Everton fans left but, um, <laughs> I think I remember
0: that one it was a good couple of years ago wasn't it yeah,
2: I love Scousers. <laughs> I think that
1: was probably two years ago but yeah. um, well, I can't remember the last time we've been, them and we've been above them in the league and in better form we got lost neither of us have lost in the last, in our last five games, but three wins in that, whereas Arsenal have picked up four draws. Um two points above in the league. I, I, I used to think that our chance of Arsenal having played Thursday night.
0: No not really, no. You guys are doing, doing pretty well recently under Ancelotti. He's added a bit more stability to your team. There's no harm in you going there and picking up a result.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have the better manager. And bar Obama Young, um, there's not many players that stand out as better like, performers um, throughout the squad. I can't believe I'm saying that about an Everton team. Um, I, I think that's more of a... Uh, Condemning of the Arsenal. Me, oh, so same, yeah. My my biggest fear and, 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 and I'll say it till the day I die, your biggest weakness in the Everton team um is your goalkeeper. Oh Pickford's um, done
0: some howlers this season, hasn't he?
2: He's he's arguably the worst first choice goalkeeper in the league. Um, it's it's the same equivalent of us captaining Dejan Lovren. Um I feel you can, you'll easily get to them and create chances and taking them. It's just the other end, um, uh, no mistakes and uh, uh, um, See, if, that,
1: if that's what you want from your goalkeeper, then yeah, sure. If you want to live in this world of no mistakes, if I'm going to I'm going to take the mistakes and I'm going to take the brilliant saves because I think that Pickford what brilliant make, saves Pickford can make saves that a lot of other goalkeepers can't make. And I know
2: that Is that the ones that go towards his legs Because his little T-Rex arms can get there quicker
1: oh, and, other,
2: and other goalkeepers Have to bring their hands down to it No I'll
1: show you that I'll show you the uh, The, the, the save he made at West Ham When I was at the game Was point blank he, I, I, I do get that I think that he is He's also a brash character right So he He speaks his mind He's got a He's got a, a certain presence about him and I think that's the kind of presence that brings the sort of uh, puts a target on, on your
2: back. It's, it's the presence that. you should have when you're a good goalkeeper. He is he is Karius with short hair. Oh, let's not go crazy. And I like Carius <laughs> I still have him before Pickford.
0: Well, there is rumours that Karius could be back at Liverpool in the summer. Yeah, he will to go goes straight back out because
2: let's let's be honest. He's be, not ta- he's not overtaking Allison. No, <laughs> and then be
0: Bournemouth's number one for next season when you sell him for fifteen million.
2: What do you mean fifteen? I expect yeah. at least fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like, we got we got over twenty for for Dominic Solanke. Like, at least Kares has been in a Champions League final. We won't talk about what happened in the Champions League final, but he was there. <laughs> so, so tell me then,
1: what, what are we going for? Are we, and are we?
2: Oh, I'm right. going. I'm going for three 2 Everton. So I'm going for a one or draw.
1: So many things tell me that this that Everton can win this game, but I feel that this is one of those. The hope is going to be the bit that kills me.
0: It's, <laughs> it's,
2: that's the part of being a football fan, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, what, I should also, I should also know that no good comes against us playing Arsenal either. So. It's
2: what Arsenal turn up, isn't it, really? I mean I still Arteta's not going to be a good manager long term. Nothing's shown me that No, I've changed.
1: But what the, the the what's played over in his hand here is the fact that because of how bad Arsenal's yes. form has been, they have played the team that played on Thursday night was a very strong team because the Europa it's almost Europa League or bust for Arsenal in
2: terms yeah, of
0: Yeah, they have to win that to get Champions, I League listen, football, Champions League football <laughs> for next season
2: It reminds me of the year they got to the final against Chelsea, it's kind of that That was, same, last year. <laughs> was that just last
0: year? Yeah, um, look what yeah, happened, they got
2: yeah, obliterated and, and 4-1 kind of, Wenger's last season was kind of similar to this I know they didn't uh, win they the Europa this, They got to the semi-final and lost to go. Um, yeah, but they did, they kind of threw everything into the, the Europa that year as well, and that seems to be since the since they left the Champions League qualifying, that seems to be their mo these days. Yeah, bugger I, it, three two Everton.
1: I'm going with it. Though. I'm going with it. It's gonna, it's happening. It's
0: happening. <laughs> I'm going to draw. I'm going one or draw.
1: Okay, well, so uh oh no, Arsenal could could do us all there. Uh, um, and so to round off the uh, the weekend's action, Monday night football, uh, fresh off a European defeat, uh, nose bloodied. Um, feeling slightly slightly uneasy. Liverpool have the uh, the gift of West Ham coming down. Uh, West Ham famously have I think have some sort of record of something like two wins in Merseyside in the last twenty years. Never never mind at Anfield at Merseyside. So this is about as good as it gets, right?
2: Oh, I mean, you, you talk about slam dunks, and it's, it's never good to actually say it out loud. But like, I'm the phrase: is nothing can go wrong." Go your yeah. chest out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying, it, yeah, I, I, it'll be a comfortable win. It really will be. The, just, I just genuinely don't see how West Ham can get anything out of this game. They've they've not won in the last five fixtures. We've lost to Atletico Madrid. Um, No, well, I mean, yeah, this is this is like one of those. It won't even be pretty, but it's going to be a like a three nil. It's going to be like that Southampton game all over again.
1: Jack, it's going to be like I reckon this will be a game that you'll win like two or three nil. You'll score one goal early and maybe two late. So the scoreline will make it. It. If you scored one, West Ham were never really in it, but. The scoreline makes it look like he killed them But
0: he
2: didn't it, Yeah and then they'll have to attack And then we'll just pick them off yeah. I feel I feel like, and, and I apologise to all the Jordan Henderson Masturbators out there um, I feel this is the game Where we may play With complete style as well Because Henderson's out for three weeks And he's been excellent as of late um, No question um, But he does hamper us in certain games, especially now that Fabinho's back. We don't really need Fabinho, Wijnaldum, and Henderson all at the same time.
0: So they can sort of complement. they the,
2: sort of the same sort of the, site players. Yeah, there's, they, there's nothing about them. They're nah. very, they're very safe and recyclable, and and you need them in certain games. Mm-hmm. But it proved on Tuesday, like with the three of them on, it was just kind of pointless because they all do the same job. And then we've got players like not that he's been in great form but players like Ox on the bench and we've got players like Naby Keita who remember we spent £50 on and he was tipped to be one of the best midfielders he's a a bit of a forgotten man I mean he can't get fit for you know a few games he he seems to be quite get quite a lot of muscle injuries Um, but he's looked good the last couple of games and he'll start I'd imagine
0: would he start with
2: G- yeah, I'd, ama- for me, I'd imagine uh, it'd be yeah, Genie and Fabinho, yeah. or maybe Milner and Fabinho and Keita. Surely. I would like to see even Genie rested in this game, and play just Fabinho, Ox, and Keita.
1: What do you mean rest- uh, rested? You you made, made it bloody sure you had your two weeks off, you and- know?
2: I know, but just a lot what of important games. That? that was a holiday by the FA. We were fully entitled to it. <laughs>
1: um,
2: and, I mean, the kids done a great job again. I mean, you, you've seen the kids close up when you watch that game, surely, Adam. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, they're, they're fairly talented, that bunch uh, of kids. It, wasn't, uh, it
1: was close up, but also with my hands over
2: my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he needs to get the team selection right, which is stupid to say, considering, you know, we've only dropped two points all season, but... Um, I I just don't want to see the likes of Lalana and uh, Origi getting games just because so Um, right
1: so I'm not even going to bother asking the results of this I think we all know where everyone stands so Mm. just quickly while while we've got you earlier just as we round on the front just quick yes or no answers to Liverpool so because Chris I'll ask the obvious question Chris won't even answer this that's the ridiculous the league's won going to win the title
2: Oh, the league's over. The league was over yeah. in
1: December. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Going to break Man City's points record? Yes. Unbeaten?
2: Yes. Okay. Treble as well, if you want more. Treble? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, I'm sick of hearing about the Invincibles, because the Invincibles were overrated. Um, I'm so sick of hearing about... The Man City's team, the Man City 100-point team is better than the Invincibles. <laughs> Hands Correct, hundred percent. Yep. Um, I still think Chelsea team was arguably the best in the Premier League.
0: Is that the first, the first season under Mourinho? The yeah, yeah.
2: yeah Anelka, Drogba, that lot. Okay. Mar- Con- Drogba, Drogba wasn't
1: the first one under League.
2: Oh, the second one then. Yeah, the one yeah. where they only conceded like ten goals. It felt like, and they scored for fun. They played really good football, as well as being very good defensively. That was the best team for me at the time, but. Man, Man City's that points. I mean, you can't not say anything bad about that team, really. Apart from they were financially doping and
1: um, they technically <laughs> cheated
2: to do it. So, hey, I mean, they didn't, what, but,
1: didn't cheat Premier League rules, though. So,
2: well, we'll soon see about that one. Um, <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, that that, but, that rounds up our uh, our English football. And Chris is currently setting his hair on fire at the moment because he's have not talked about anything that doesn't happen on mm-hmm. the lovely. Uh, shores of Blighty he, he d- did make some decisions about that
2: This is but, how Brexit started
1: yeah, He <laughs> did want us to be very insular so it's confusing but so just quickly um, Spain w- wow you'd be surprised to hear that Real Madrid are top and Barcelona are
2: second Wait a minute, Barcelona cannot be second like, yeah. I th- thought that club's having a meltdown yeah,
1: one point. Oh, great. One, oh, one, right. one, point, one point. off Real Madrid as well.
2: Right. What I've just read today, though, I want your opinions on this because I think this is an absolute disgrace and it just yeah, sums this up is what why. I, I...
1: mentioned. You're going to talk about the 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 Braithwaite transfer, right? Yes. Yeah, so
2: this
1: batshit crazy. This is. this is. This is one of the mentalist things ever. So, for for any listener who isn't aware, um, Usman Dembele has uh, gone down. Has gone out of an injury um, again. Some sort of. Yeah, that should be, in itself shouldn't be allowed. It should be like, oh right, the most injured person playing, playing person in the world got injured. What is his name? Adam Lallana. <laughs> but but they, they should go like some some very strange sort of rule in Spain means that you're allowed to sort of trigger emergency transfer players that aren't goalkeepers and you can prove they're going to be out for five months or longer. Uh, Conveniently, Barcelona's medical team reckon that somebody's going to be out for about five months.
2: Which, uh, which, why five months? There's only three months left in the season as well. <laughs> Can we just point out? Yeah, so, so
1: that has allowed um, a Barcelona to sign someone. They were allowed to sign a free agent or another player from La Liga. La Liga obviously have um, buyout clauses in their contracts, so they've gone to Leganés who are currently in the relegation zone yep. second,
0: um, second, second bottom
1: yeah second from bottom um three points are off safety and, and gone with a game in hand as well so all to fight for and gone we'll have your top goal scorer um we'll pay the buyout clause i think was something in the region 20 something million euros
0: yeah 18 million, um, million pounds
1: eight, yeah um and um there's nothing you can do about it. You can't say no because it's a buyout clause. And S went to Le- Ligue Liga and went, "Are we allowed to replace him?" And they went, "No, you haven't got any injuries." How? How does that work?
2: Because Barcelona are the scummiest club in the world. It's,
1: it's right. So uh,
2: no, it's not. I, okay, yeah, I know it's not Barcelona. This is. This the is rules. one of
1: those. This is one of those rare instances where you hate the hate the game, not the player, right? Yeah, no, I I,
2: I, I, because it's Barcelona, I hate the player. Sorry, Emma. <laughs> But Barcelona just are that golden club that nobody seems to have anything negative to say. A bit like Messi, they're no better than Ronaldo and Real Madrid. They're just sly about it. This is like the one where the single guy cheats on the married woman and it's, how is it not his fault because he's a single one? Bullcrap. They know what they're doing. This is shocking. As far as the league goes, it just shows how much they favour Barcelona. I bet. I bet he gets
0: injured in about two weeks and it just all goes down the pan.
2: I feel bad, <laughs> but I hope so. Yeah. Like not not a serious life threatening than injury but, you know what I hope he gets a five month injury <laughs> he's out for this season let's, let's see how many times that Barcelona have to do this signing for this, so, uh, this is
0: <laughs> Barcelona's fault they had, yeah, they had
1: five months they're just, they're just going to do this again yeah
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: okay
1: four
2: months and two weeks <laughs> yeah
0: four months twenty-seven. this is Barcelona's fault they got rid of three attack minor players um and they were pissed about trying to sign a striker in, in January and then offered £85 million to Everton for Richarlison. And, and Everton said no. And then they went and tried to get another striker and then told him on his flight, his layover flight, no, we're not going to sign you. And then they signed Martin Brackthrape. <laughs>
1: this, this whole thing is like, this is what squad... Do- The youth academy is about, and we're yes. talking about a club that has mm. the most uh, praised youth academy in, in world football.
2: Like, I feel um, they're getting away, away with this as well, in the media and England. Now, we, like Real Madrid are a, a pretty shitty club. I think we all admit that. Mm-hmm. Right? And and I'm quite a fan of Madrid, mainly because of their kits. Always have been for years. But can you imagine the out? And I mean the outrage every Real Madrid does this. If you like their kit because
1: it's all white, Ali,
2: you should try being an England fan. <laughs> uh, uh, they, they don't wear white shorts I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> um, but do you know what I mean? Like, it is that that thought—the way the way clubs are portrayed. Um, if this was—and I feel—if this was an English club as well, I know the rules aren't in England, but it would be a completely different story. Yeah, uh, I just—I—I I think that
1: I think that. Uh... The, the rule is getting a certain degree of ridicule. I just think it maybe being treated with a slight bit of ridicule in, in any sort of media we see, because it's a ha-ha, isn't this stupid? Look at that! what those those crazy Spaniards are letting them...
2: Do you not feel this rule should only exist for for goalkeepers? Yeah. Like I could understand, and I think it used to be, I don't know if it is a rule, or, I mean, it, it used to be in like Football Manager and that, I remember?
1: Even then, I don't think you should be allowed to go and sign players. I think you should be able to pick up free agents...
2: <laughs> yeah, well, maybe uh, yeah, a push, maybe, push, a, yeah. maybe
1: agree loans, but to go and seize a a, a struggling it it it's the whole sort of anti Robin Hood sort of
2: Ab- story, yeah, right? absolutely. But again, like you made the perfect point. It's it's about squad building and having faith in your youth academy. I mean, again, I'm taking it back, but we've literally played a team under 23s, and and I know it's cup game, so it looks like we're de- like. Um, putting them down but Klopp at least had the confidence to play these guys in games and I feel like if three players went down out of our first squad and we had to play a Curtis Jones in the league that Klopp wouldn't be against doing it so you're not telling me there's not like a 17 year old I mean Dembele didn't play every week anyway it's not like it's Messi that's out yeah yeah Wow. Well, um, so. Sorry, Emma. Once again, I still hate the club. <laughs> I don't think Emma's happy, uh,
1: it's that we couldn't have Emma because I think but, I don't think Emma's particularly thrilled with the sort of the behaviour here either. But um...
2: yeah, she seems to have a lot of morals. It's a strange oh, yeah. barcelona fan, Emma. <laughs> but, it's not um, like it's not um, like Gav.
1: Brayford yeah. gets to make his uh, his debut against Ibar and uh, Real Madrid are playing Levante, so I'm sure that we'll see them both still separated by a point when we're talking about this next week. Just, um, <laughs> out. Um, in Germany, the league trying to do their best to, to help out their, their, sort of their, uh, their coefficient as opposed to the old Premier League system. Bayern Munich, Champions League midweek, play on Friday night then, so They've already played I it Oh God, why have I picked I can't pronounce that name. Padaborn. <laughs> Padaborn. Padaborn. Um, so that means they are currently four points clear of Leipzig, but who have a game in hand and who are playing on Sunday. There, there really isn't a lot of exciting games in. In, in europe this week the premier league is where it's at unless it's three o'clock on saturday
2: <laughs> the early or the late or the sunday or the monday are fine just don't don't go to get good job we're not allowed to watch three o'clock games on tv in UK. yeah nudge it's the
0: nudge, nudge wink wink if you find a link <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the government are doing us a favor right yeah absolutely i'm i'm fully behind it go and watch your local club <laughs>
1: Um, so, Leipzig away to Schalke. So, that's a, a difficult game for them. So, they want to keep the pressure on Bayern Munich. Um, well, Schalke in the table. Schalke currently sixth. Um, and <laughs> Dortmund, who are... What are they now? They're six... What's that? Uh, seven points behind
2: Bayern Munich. Well, in hand. Given hand, uh, yeah. Gladbach. Uh, I didn't realise Gladbach uh, was doing well, so well.
0: Yeah, they've got no European football to look forward to, so they can just solely concentrate Mm -hmm. on the Bundesliga. Well, Gladbach. Yeah, Gladbach, yeah.
1: Gladbach have two games in hand for some reason.
0: Yeah. Uh, They have a game cancelled because of the storms. Yeah, I think there was a place to play FC Kern, so there was a local derby, and that got called off. They didn't want to play it in the the festival. Local carnival, right? Yeah, they didn't want to play it during the carnival week.
1: Yeah. So we'll see how how things shape up in Germany. Um, Scott, anything interesting in Italy to tell us about? Just uh, about
2: break and hand over to you.
0: So there's already been one game played. So, so Napoli won away at Brescia. Napoli have hit form recently. So they got Barcelona in midweek. So they they got uh, they built up to that with a with a two one win at Brescia. Um, Juve could extend their lead at the top when they go to Spal tomorrow evening. Um, Lazio got away to Genoa. Fiorentina will uh, play Milan. That could be a, a good game. Fiorentina done pretty well recently. Milan, so so. They got Ibra back, but they're not doing that well. Um, Atalanta, <laughs> he though, right? yeah, yeah so he has. He's scored a couple of goals. Um, I think he scored on his debut against Calvary. But Milan, they blew away the derby the other week. They were two 0 up and absolutely cruising, and then they lost four um, two. Probably the, probably the game to watch at the weekend it's probably Atalanta Sassuolo. Both teams like to play good attacking football. As I said earlier, Atalanta are like free flow and scoring loads of goal and they're one of the teams to watch in Serie A. And then they got Inter Milan Sampdoria on Sunday night. Inter doing okay recently. They Christian Eriksen scored his first goal for the club midweek in the Europa League, but. They want to th- throw all their eggs in the uh, the Serie A basket, but the Serie A title race has been quite good in the last couple yeah. of weeks because they've got three teams going for
1: it. So, you, so in Serie A there actually is a title race. There
0: is, there is league. I
1: mean, <laughs> I know we've just talked about we we, we just talked about three leagues where there are the at least is a title race. There's a title race in Spain. There's a title race in Germany, and there is a title race for a change in Italy, right?
0: Yeah, because um, eight are not like sixteen points clear. Yeah.
1: And got, so, so what are your thoughts on, on, on that? Because people seem to be, there was all this talk of, like, Inter were leading the charge, right? And then Lacto sort of came up on the outside.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but you do hear from some that sort of, now that they have got themselves in front, and, and it is just a point in front, but people just sort of went, oh, well... It's business as usual. But this is a completely different dynamic. Right, This is a Juve team being chased and harassed. And not just by one team, they've got two. So even if a team was to, to slip up, it doesn't give them breathing room immediately.
0: No, no. And Juve have a ricket in them. They're not doing well this season under Sari. They have struggled in quite a lot of games this season to perform and... Sari Balls not working very well. They've gone through a lot of games where they've they've been very lethargic. I watched the game last weekend and they were playing with the handbrake on and just only got past pressure 2-0. And then Lazio and Inter, Inter of like they started really well under Conte and then um they lost a little bit of form at the turn of the year and then Lazio since November have been on this sensational run where I think they've won 14 out of 16 in the league and they've beaten both Juventus and and Inter in the league at home in the last month, month and a half. Uh, On Sunday they beat Inter 2-1 and they they were fantastic. They played Inter off the park. And they got that midfield, too, of Luis Alberto, who Ali knows about at Back to His Liverpool days. And Serge Milinkovic savic and them two have been sensational this season. And Chiro Marble is scoring goals of fun. So you you have league. Juventus, I feel, would want to put all... They want to win the Champions League. They've been wanting to win the Champions League for a good five or six years. They've got close once. Uh, when they lost to Barcelona in Berlin and I fear they want to further that and they want to put their eggs into that basket which could see Lazio and Inter go on to it but who knows it's going to be exciting it's going to be brilliant to watch
1: do you you think that Europa League football is going to impact into Milan?
0: Oh, it's Conte. I could see him getting through this round against Luda Goretz. Oh, and, right. yeah. <laughs> they're,
1: out.
0: It, 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 they're two up from the first leg, so I can see them do going through. But whoever they get next round, I could see him just going, "Nah, I want the league. I just, I'm going to throw it away." Fair enough. All right.
1: Um. And my the the very quick review of uh, the of the French league. PSG ten points clear. <laughs>
0: Sewn up by March, end of March, like it was a couple of years ago.
1: (laughs) Ten points clear. And Marseille um, are unbeaten in their last five games as well. Yeah, Marseille. Yeah,
0: Marseille Marseille under their new ownership and under a manager who did not do very well in England twice in Andre Villas-Boas. Well,
1: well, Marseille Marseille are 11 points clear of third, so that's just showing you... uh, if, if anything close to resembling being chased, there's there's no no uh there's no second horse to keep PSG honest, so yeah, league tied up. Um that is all we need to talk about. And with that we've talked about the important leagues in world well, in uh well I'm gonna say no, world football. We've talked about the important leagues in world football, Chris. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you hear that? <laughs> so, I can't um, believe we've missed the A League out. I've just done all my scouting for it as well. I brought it you. up and have you uh, I actually hey, just went on to see if Robbie Fowler was still a manager. Is Robbie Fowler still a manager? He is indeed. He's, his team are six in the league. Uh,
1: okay. Ha- must be difficult to manage a vast uh, portfolio of property and manage a professional football team in a different hemisphere.
2: So... Uh, I'm just uh, surprised I he doesn't put his boots on and still play, to be honest. <laughs> At that level, surely he could still do a job. I'm sure he could. Um,
1: anything else for anything else, boys? no not no for no for me no so um, you can follow us at man on the post on twitter and man on the post on instagram um, where you can find all of Chris's uh, uh, great content um, and made up stats and um, is there a is there a man on the post on facebook not sure have a look there we're everywhere we're on all the important things Um, Ali, if they want to get hold of you on Twitter,
2: Ali Thompson 84. Try all the 80s, it's one of them. (laughs) It's it's definitely 84. I just don't know if it's 1984 or 84. (laughs) Okay, well,
1: try them all, guys. It's not worth
2: following me evermore, unless you're a wrestling fan or UFC fan. I probably wouldn't talk to me uh, Scott will talk to you about wrestling I'll, I'll talk to yeah. you about wrestling that's the only uh, reason he still follows me yeah
0: we, we talk about wrestling from time to time the theme music of wrestlers and Scott
1: where can
0: I find you <laughs> uh, at Scott underscore Monroe excellent
1: um so
0: Underscores. I'm yeah. sorry I'm sorry the,
1: the, the other Scott Monroe got there before him
0: <laughs> no it was this is a second account the first account got suspended I tell you off there
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> there's a story
0: for you it? no it's just it's just it's just football videos you know what their uh, twitter that like is like uh, now
1: uh, too hot for tv that could have been yeah <laughs> let everyone in now so <laughs> and that just leaves leaves us to say always have your man on the post